<laughs> two boomers, one brain. <laughs> yeah. Two boomers. Two, <laughs> two boomers. Two boomers, one brain. One brain. And it equals maybe a 2.75 of a podcast. Who fucking knows? Welcome to episode two of Why Are Men with me, Kirsty McHamish. And me, Sophia Kokenzie Trenant. Hey, hey girl. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm very well. Um, in these troubling times. Trying times. Trying times. Yes. Um, why don't you give us a little update on the current situation? It's very different from the last time that we recorded an episode of Why Are Men. Well, we are currently recording this on Zoom and it took us like an hour to get this set up because I'm a boomer and I didn't even know how to access Zoom on my laptop and I had to watch a YouTube video or somebody doing it. Um, and the reason why we're using Zoom is because I don't really know why we're in this situation, but it's like a, what, what are people calling it? Like an international pandemic? <laughs> yeah. Is that what they're calling it? Just something like that. Something really serious um called COVID-19 but a lot of people seem to think it's a wee bit of a laugh um but it's not but end game you know they're still hanging in there that's fine um but I COVID-19 apparently um it's a big deal but the thing that's upsetting me most about it is that we can't fucking record a podcast together yeah until now <laughs> The power of two boomers getting together has made this possible. Is that what we're going to talk about? Are we going to debunk that? Bitch, we're talking about dads. Oh, yeah, Horrible, creepy, (gasps) old dads. And how the fuck are they all coping in their unhappy marriages during this time? I say unhappy marriages and I'm like, you can't see me, obviously. I'm like, (laughs) I'm, I'm using air quotes. Little bunny ears. Just two wee bunny ears. Inverted commas. Um, <laughs> yeah, as two young, attractive East Lothian girls, we have worked in a lot of offices. And girl, wherever you find a young, attractive girl in an office, you find a disgusting, middle-aged, creepy-ass man. It's usually like some guy that's like in his 40s or something he's married he's got two kids but he claims he's not had sex in like two years because he's in an unhappy marriage and blah 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 it's usually the same old sob story mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. always interesting to me how these guys will sidle up to you and give you this like self-involved self-pity and chat about how their wife and then don't sleep in the same bed anymore. That's usually a classic line that they use. However, you know, they haven't slept together for two years, but their kid's like 18 months or something. I mean, what kind yeah. of maths is that? What kind I of know. maths is that? Like, mm. I just feel that, well, one, men shouldn't really be allowed out in public. Um, 
that's one thing that I, I do very strongly believe in. But particularly men that are, that are middle-aged and have a family, have a wife, but still they go around chasing young women. Um, it's fucked up and weird. What can I say? It is really, really weird. But I do wonder how they're coping right now. Like, I see so many of these guys that are, like, so unhappy, like, currently posting on their social media about the extension they're getting done at their house and pictures of, like, him and the kids and the wife, like, I don't know, like, doing some kind of fun family activity together. Everything looks just glossy. Mm-hmm. That's why I find so, it's so duplicitous. Like, so... Let's just draw from real life examples. I've been in situations before, you and I have spoken about this before, where you have a friendship with an older man in the office and you think everything's hunky-dory, but then it turns out that actually they're trying to get with you. Um, and they go through all these, like the checklist of cliches that these middle-aged man men will come out with. So yeah, like, my wife doesn't understand me and they have like this whole sob story about how they like used to be cool and all the cool things that they used to do when they were younger and yeah they're just like obviously missing their youth but they'll come out with all this all these stories about that and about their old life and then they try and hook you in and make you pity them and feel sorry for them. But actually, like, you know, it turns out they've actually got, like, a really decent life. And that is what we were wondering about, wasn't it? It's like, how are they getting on in the time of COVID when they don't have that escape at the office? They're not able to, like, have their little flirtations with the younger women. Like, what are they doing? On social media, mm -hmm. all these guys... You know, it doesn't really seem like they, they have a bad relationship with their wives. I know. Do you want to hear this theory mm -hmm. I've got? Always. Maybe. Maybe they didn't have a bad relationship after all. They're just trying to seize an opportunity. And it's an ego boost for them. It's an ego boost to try to get the attention of some younger female or... But why do you think that is? Do you think that their self-esteem is so shitty and low that they can only get, like, attention from other women that aren't their wife? Or is it because their wife's fucking sick of them and can't be bothered with their bullshit anymore? Like, mm. or is it a combination of both? Like... I also think it's a bit predatory because these men usually are only kind of like flirting and trying to get the attention of younger females that like couldn't rock the boat in the workplace. It would usually be somebody quite young, like a receptionist or an admin. Mm -hmm. um, he's probably her boss or mm -hmm. he's like really good friends with the boss or whatever. And you just don't really have much of a choice but to put up with that. I yeah. think that as well. Men like that thrill of being able to back women into a corner. Oh, mm -hmm. I'm getting deep here. Yes, girl, like, that's true, though, like, there is an element of that, and that's the whole power imbalance thing, and I think as well, like, if you are, like, a younger and experienced, like, woman, a lot of the times that can be, I don't think attractive's the right word, but it's, like, it's quite easy to fall into that of being, yeah. like, you know, and that is, and it, you know, being, like, having be. some 
Mm. And it could be it could be enjoyable because you're thinking, oh, this much older successful man wants to give me attention. Much younger women, like it can be attractive to have that attention. Yeah, like it can be seen as nice, like especially like if you're quite young and you're like new to a company, it could be seen as quite nice, like, oh, this much older successful man is paying attention to me maybe this will help my career or whatever when quite frankly it ends up being the opposite it ends up like hindering your career mm-hmm. but but it doesn't hinder his does it mm-hmm. like no, that's exactly that's it it's the classic like double standard i think another element to it is um it's like that sort of like dominance and that like power can be quite attractive too mm-hmm. so it's like sometimes it is a little bit like oh this is quite dangerous like that he's older yeah. than me or whatever and mm-hmm. a lot of the times as well like I know that like I've been in the like the position before where it's like you know sometimes you do want to have like a laugh at work or like a flirt at work but then yeah. but these men take it too far because they can't they don't see a line or maybe they're used to getting their own way so much that like that's just their natural reaction but i i'm a firm believer as well that i mean at the end of the day he just wants to have his cake and eat it isn't it yeah but i'm a firm believer as well that a lot of the time the women on the other end like the young women that works with this disgusting frog looking like piece of shit (laughs) The one that hasn't trimmed the hair around his ball sack in like 15 years. Yeah. Um, like this girl doesn't know. I'm, go- I'm just going to use the term girl just to identify between the two women. This girl mm-hmm. doesn't know about the other woman. Like the wife doesn't know mm-hmm. about the wife. The other woman doesn't know about the wife. That makes mm-hmm. more sense actually. This is a public service announcement. <laughs> <laughs> we have experienced some technical issues. It's the 5G. It's the 5G. Um, we are back now because we've switched back to 4G, thankfully. <laughs> Coronavirus is cured. The 5G was breaking out my skin. Yeah. Uh, so we're <clears throat> back. It's two days later and we are still talking about how much we dislike the dad vibes in the office. And whether or not they are okay right now. Has anyone checked up on them? Has anyone gone to rescue these poor men in their unhappy marriages? <laughs> Has anyone um, checked whether they've turned on the work phone so that they can discreetly text? Are, are these men able to escape the house? Are they able to go for to walk the dog and secretly have their, their secret cigarette and open up that second phone and message the young women that they're trying to romance at work. Um, and will somebody, will somebody please think of the men. Listen, love finds a way. So I'm sure that these dads are out there with their work shoes on and their grey jogging bottoms. Nah, <laughs> girl, khakis. The khakis, yeah. Oh my God, those shorts that they zip off the bottom. <gasps> like walking trousers that turn into shorts. 
With all the with all the pockets, all, all the pockets, the po- yeah, loads of them. The- why, why so many pockets? You know, all they do is it's to carry all the phones. It's carrying all the phones. That's it. We've cracked the code. <laughs> so they got they got all those pockets and their little khaki shorts, and they've got a phone for every day of the week and every girl that they've harassed in the last week as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I mean. I haven't checked up on them personally, but you know we're getting pretty expert at predicting the male behaviour now. So mm-hmm, I'm guessing mm-hmm. that's I've seen mm-hmm. I've seen signs of life on social media. They seem pretty chuffed. Like they're posting about like you know doing up the garden and spending more time with their kids. You know actually um, um, taking up their duties as fathers instead of just creeping on young women in the office. They're actually looking after their children. So it seems. And doing all those odd jobs around the house that they promised to do six years ago. Girl, how good of them to actually babysit their own children that they spawned. Because it doesn't seem like yeah. they actually partake in childcare. They just tend to babysit their own yeah. kids. I heard some of them are actually changing nappies now. Ooh, I don't know if it's true, though. I don't know if it's true. I've not, I've not seen a man change a nappy, so I don't think they can actually... Do. I've never seen a man change a nappy, actually. Girl, do you yeah. know what? I have. I've seen one man do it, but he's exempt because he's actually one of the men who is not all men. So, mm. yeah. But he's he doesn't, the only. Ah, he's he, the only one that doesn't fall in that category. Yeah. So because he doesn't fit the wild, <laughs> the wild um, stereotypes that we're propagating in this podcast, I think the generic species. We do not refer to him anymore. So no. I haven't seen a man do it, and I don't think they can. Because <laughs> they're born, they're born with these hands, bitch. These hands can only do two things: sexually harass women, and I don't know. Wank off. <laughs> that's all. That's all they're doing with their little paws. Now it's, it's now we're talking about paws. What about the male menopause? I think this is a cause of quite a lot of this weird, creepy dad behaviour, by the way. You think all the beasting is coming from the male menopause? It is, yeah. I read an interesting article about the male menopause. Um, it's not actually real. It's just is it a not? Psych- well, it's a psychological break that these men seem to have. Like, as a, It used to be referred to as the midlife crisis, but I think Wait. men have decided to call it the male menopause so that they can so- get in on the action. Is the, the male menopause? Men- is a male menopause not real? Because they're all out there buying mustangs. There's no <laughs> way that they all came up with this idea. They all started <laughs> in a leather jacket and like trying yeah. to fill in the remaining tuft of hair that's in the middle of their head. I looked into that because I was like, surely there has to be an explanation for this whack ass fucking behaviour. And um, it turns out that it that it is a thing. But I think male scientists are just trying to like make it a thing so that they seem less pathetic is it kind of like the man flu yeah mm -hmm. exactly it's like trying to convince themselves that the pain that women actually go through which is a biological and psychological issue which is actually menopause the real menopause they're Mm -hmm. trying to just get some clout off that like men are trying to once again propagate anything that women do and have and then try to make it into their own pain or success yes because will somebody please think of the men girl they can't 
listen, you know as well as me, a man cannot walk past a conversation without chipping his two cents in, regardless of what the subject matter is. And especially if he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. And if especially so. if it doesn't involve him whatsoever, he will find a way to involve himself in that conversation. Exactly. Yes. Um, so the male menopause is the cause yes. as to why they're all acting up and beasting around the office and suddenly they're unhappy in their marriages. Yeah, I think so. Um, it also might be a kind of self-delusion that they have where it's like they actually still believe that they are desirable in any way physically mm -hmm. or, you know, their attractiveness. They're thinking and they're harking back to the glory days when they were a young lad about town before they got trapped into this loveless marriage we're doing the bunny ears again um the inverted commas the loveless marriage that they tell everyone about in the office for their boohoo the clown sad story um to get attention um so yeah that's i think that's part of it they're kind of not willing to accept that now they are the creep you know they're mm -hmm. the old lecherous guy and i think yeah i mean you know it could it could be that but you know do you have any theories about why this strange male behavior happens i think that men are just big toddlers like i think they're big babies and i think they, they get to a certain age where everyone not just women are basically telling them you have to like look after yourself and wipe your own ass and make your own doctor's appointments and that and they start getting really insecure and they start acting out by doing these things that they think is going to threaten the women closest to them in their life, but really mm. it's just going to make her realize that he's a fucking dick. And that's <laughs> why they start going after really young glasses in the office and harassing them and telling everyone this sob story that isn't real and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I think it is, is because they like men are big babies and they want to be babied. They want to be, ba that's a really interesting point. I think we should pick up on that on our next episodes. Oh Maybe my God, bitch, you did not just hashtag AOB me in the podcast. <laughs> that's a really interesting point of discussion, Sophia, but that sounds like it's something for another meeting. <laughs> that's, that's late. Sophia, this is later in the agenda. We are talking about, we are on item two of the agenda right now. Maybe we can cover this under AOB. Listen, Sophia, you knew I was a Virgo when you met me, bitch. Okay, this is Virgo business. But yeah, you're right. Like men do want babies. And that's why they want these women feeling sorry for them. Like, oh, poor you, oh. you got so, oh, oh, you know what I mean? Like, oh, you're so hurt and oh my God, let me look after you. Let me look after you by sucking your dick and listening to you whine and complain about how shitty your life is and how unhappy you are. The thing that winds me up the most about that whole thing is they got a wife, they got some kids, they've got like a fucking three bedroom house over the fucking bridge in Fife or whatever. They've got two cars, they got fucking everything that they could want, but yet still it's not enough. They're building an extension on the house. Yeah, so funny, like he's got one foot out the door, yet he's building an extension doesn't sleep in the same room as his missus, but they go on holiday twice a year. Maybe hmm. that's why he's building the extension so he can oh. live in it. <laughs> Maybe so he can sit there and listen to his record collection and remember <laughs> the glory what? days. 
What is with all these unhappy married men building extensions now during quarantine? I'm seeing so many, not, not now because it's during quarantine, but I've seen so many of them that are so unhappy. And then you go on Facebook and they're building a fucking extension. You're like, why? So you can sit there on your own and drink a Heineken and listen to Born in the USA by Bruce Springsteen <laughs> and have a wank? Like, why? So. Your house is big enough, sir. Sir, excuse me, but you've already got three bedrooms and it sounds like you and your wife and your child are all sleeping in one bedroom each. So why do you need an extension? Like... I know, I know. But you know what it happens too often they're like they're so unhappy but yet they're making all these big long-term commitments you know like they're building extensions they're booking holidays and things like that they're just getting on with life as normal and i really do believe maybe this is just me but i really do believe that maybe just maybe they're not really unhappy because why would you be doing all these things if you weren't happy, you'd be trying to get the fuck out, wouldn't you? I mean, you and I, we've both left long-term relationships before. We yeah, didn't go out. Times. <laughs> several times. Some of us too many. Some yeah. of us stayed in them for a little too long. Mm, Me. Yeah, we all did that, girl. We all did, girl. But I, I know, we didn't think... I know, but we didn't think, right, I'm in an unhappy relationship and this and that. I'm going to go build an extension and book a holiday and maybe have another child. Because all these men seem to have, like, it always happens after they have another child as well, which is a bit dodgy. And this is where we come to the real issue, which, you know, we're, we, this podcast is called Why Are Men? But actually, what I really want to ask is, what about the women? Hashtag, what about the women? Like, these women are stuck with these horrible, balding old men that sit around with hairy, grey-haired assholes, they're sitting around, drinking bottles of Heineken, sitting, like, moping in the sheds, trying to build an extension so that they can, like, live out some kind of weird fantasy. And then the missus is just sitting there, like, I can't believe I've raised this man's children, and I'm wasting... I can't believe I've raised this man! Oh, girl, I know, because that's what it's all about. That is what it's all about. Mm -hmm. She invested, you know what I mean? She's not getting a divorce from him because she has invested 20 years of her life in this sad sack loser. And she's like, oh, well, I've made my bed. I better lie in it. Mm -hmm. You know, I've had another child with him, which he probably pestered her to have. And she's like, yeah. now I'm stuck with this guy. And mm -hmm. he feel wants so bad for these women. I yeah. Because he wants to have his cake and eat it. And I'm sure if we went out and we interviewed like 10 of these men that claim to be so unhappy and everything, just so they can like try to bag some young thing in the office. And then we went and interviewed 10 women, they'd be like, I had no idea he wasn't happy. Like, I actually tried to leave him three weeks ago and he yeah. begged me to stay. Like, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it would actually be the other way around. Like, they're the ones that are a bit like, I don't think this marriage is working out. And then the guy is like, on his knees begging them to stay exactly because he'd be the one who's like oh no i can't live without you babe like you know we've built all this together why would we throw that away like oh now i know what side my bread is buttered on blah 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 <laughs> like do you know what i mean and he'd be fucking crying about it and then the next night he's you know hiding in the shed texting sandra from work you know who's 21 years old bitch where have you seen a 21 year old sandra Call <laughs> me out i don't know i was gonna say sophia but then i was like oh i don't want to muddy your name <laughs> 21-year-old Sandra, aye, all right. I know. 
21 year old Sandra in 1973. <laughs> <laughs> but this is it though. He's he's probably sitting in his shed thinking about Sandra that he used to go to the dancing with and, and be like, oh, I bet you my life would be so much different if I'd married Sandra. And it's like, please get a fucking life. I just can't be bothered with these old men living in their fantasy worlds. And also, I mean, what kind of imagination must they have to think that a 20-year-old in the office would even be interested in their dusty old asses? Like, mm-hmm. foul, foul behaviour. Mm-hmm. I've got so many stories that could literally ruin marriages of men, like married men that have made a pass on me or try to go all the way and I had to turn around. Like, I told you about that one, that copper. I'll mm-hmm. say no more. But the copper... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The copper, I said, I thought you're married. He said, yeah, my wife's not in that bedroom, is she? I was like, what? Like, mm-hmm. these guys, they're all the same. They see an opportunity and they seize it. Like, all of those I do's through sickness and health and that, it's like, as soon as there's somebody, as soon as they see somebody young in the office and they think they can take advantage of, all that shit is out the window. As much as he tells you he loves you. That's probably why I'm such a commitment for because I don't trust any men. <laughs> Girl, I'm exactly the same. I'm the same. I told you I was on a night out with a guy. Um, like, we were on a date together. One of his workmates came over while he was at the drink getting me a bar. His workmate came over and started talking to me and was being a bit flirty, whatever. And then he was like, you know, if if he wasn't here, I'd be making a pass at you. And I was like, all right, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> not impressed, mate. And then... Um, mm-hmm. He was like, oh, yeah, you just seem like the, the kind of girl who would be a lot of fun. And I was like, oh, what's that supposed to mean? And they said, oh, basically, you look like a wee slut. And I was just like... How did he get that from a two-minute conversation? What were you guys talking about? Girl, apparently it was my haircut. He was like, with that haircut, you look like you'd be a lot of fun. And I was like, are you insane? Like, this is how old these guys are, that they think that's a line. I was like, I'm have sure. you had a line if you think that's a line? Like... <laughs> Can I have a line? Can I have a line? (laughs) Can I have a line? Can I have a line so that I can deal with this conversation? Please. Like, Like, get out of here, son. Maybe too. No, I'm kidding. I don't do that stuff. I don't do that stuff. But somebody said to me that there was like two rooms. One which is like filled with... Am I allowed to say cocaine? No, I'm just gonna say cocaine. Like, let's Girl, just say I don't this. think <laughs> I don't think that the police are gonna come through the door because we're talking about it on a podcast. So <laughs> somebody said to me that there's two rooms, like there are two doors, and I can only enter one. One of them has like a bunch of cocaine and I have to go and snort it all, and then the other one has a man and I have to listen to him speak for 10 minutes. I just go and snort the cocaine. Girl, Even though I don't do that shit, I don't do drugs, but I'm just gonna do it. Listen, Kirsty McHamish has had a rough background and she will tell you that usually when you snort a load of cocaine, you have to listen to a lot of men speak. So <laughs> I wasted a good few years of my life on that scenario. And let me tell you, it's not a Can you claim picture. that back? <laughs> Can you claim that back? I can't wait until we have an all-female government in this country and we can start getting our reparations for all the time we've wasted nodding and agreeing with stupid fucking men because i have spent a lot of my life doing that and i would like some reparations could you imagine if you got them as like pension credits or something Ooh, or like girl. over time girl i would be uh, women would be retiring at age 14 <laughs> with all the bullshit they've had to put up with with men as soon as you get a pair of titties they're on you 
Like it's a like it's some kind of a form that you fill out at the end of the month and you send it away to the government and you're like, okay, yes. so on Monday, the fifteenth of April, I had to listen to a man for eight and a half hours. Yeah. I had to um a man tried to tell me how to do my job for me on Twitter. Like it's like tax credit, like working tax credits. Yeah. Like putting up with men levy or something. I don't know. Love that. I know, same. I'm gonna write to the first minister. Shop. Yeah, like, hiya, can you sort this out for me, please? The economy would collapse. The economy would collapse. Fuck the economy. I want my money. Same. (laughs) I can't wait. As long as women are all right, I'll be fine. Like, we'll just have a really nice big mansion just over in Kikenzie. Mm-hmm. By the shore. And I'll have a nice swimming pool. I'll invite all the girls around, and then we'll just make men build it. It's like, go on. You're always saying how physically strong you are and superior. Get those rocks moved. Am I wrong? Girl, start getting some inspo on Pinterest for the mansion. I think that's an idea. Oh, that's right, actually. I'll do that later tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, Set up a mood board. Aye. The mood board is real. And the mood is real. But, yeah, again, we're sitting here pondering why are men... Uh, did they come to a conclusion girl no (laughs) i don't know like i mean it could be the male menopause it could just be that they're big babies could be that they're big babies could be that they're coming to terms with their own mortality realizing that their body is decaying slowly Hairlines going back an inch further every day. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> They're buying that hair in a can for spraying it on the bald spot at the back. You know, buying that leather jacket. But they're still using Old Spice because they think that's what the girls like. Oh, they're not girl, using yeah. raw Florida or Pacaroban is Old Spice. How interesting though that when men start to get to the point where their body is decaying in that way they finally learn to groom themselves <laughs> like nah. they really try do you know what i'm thinking i think older guys are always trying to look better oh you're shaking nah. your finger what's wrong nah nah can't relate because i fucked enough old guys to know that they're <laughs> disgusting absolutely disgusting oh really they've got they've got they've got salt and pepper hair on their balls they don't trim <gasps> They don't trim. Like you go, you just, you know what I mean? You go down and it's like you're going into the oh, well, Amazon. Big, just a, bush. A big grey like, bush. Bush, not a big grey bush. Oh. <laughs> big grey bush. And there's like the little, the, the little lid of a Heineken can stuck in the pubes. Oh, girl. No, but I, I just think, nah, those guys are equally as disgusting. They just mask it with a lot of old spice. Maybe oh. it's just been my luck, to be honest. I think, I, to be honest, I have shagged one old guy that did trim. So I will give him that, but he was disgusting in other ways. Like, he trimmed, but he didn't wash his belly button. Do you know what I mean? That sort of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> just got like a Werther's original stuck in his pubes, like, <laughs> foul. Foul. <laughs> but nah, I never fuck old guys. Like, but you know that about me. I like them young. I like a young man. I like them young. Okay. I like them never. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just think the 
shall have to do. Ah, <laughs> oh, no. I'll do. Girl, yeah. I'll do. I, I think, like, this when this quarantine is over, like, I don't know. I think I might just have to swear off men completely because... Yeah. But sometimes you can't help it. You end up just taking them. Because, listen, I'm being serious. Good sometimes. It's like, do you know when you go to Subway... Uh-huh. And you really want the meatballs, and you go, Hi, yeah, can I get six inch sub? Hearty Italian, obviously, meatballs. And they're like, We don't have any meatballs, we ran out, we've only got tuna. And then you're like, Okay, that'll do. It's not like you can say, Okay, I just won't have anything then, and then go back to the car and go home. You just <laughs> say, That'll do then. I can't relate, girl, because I always that's get men. Tuna. <laughs> I always get tuna. So, for fuck's sake, <laughs> tuna melt, mate. Oh, I love a tuna melt. Girl, a tuna melt is, is tippity top. But I know what you mean, though, when you've got a hankering for something. And as bisexuals, we do have this privilege. But when you've got a hankering for something, yeah, nothing else really cuts it, does it? It's like mm-hmm. you will accept. You will accept the other thing. But sometimes what you want is a dirty meatball sub. And that's our curse. That's why lesbians just can't work us out because they're like, why? We, what is what is this science experiment that you girls are conducting over here? Like, why are you trying to get your jaws around this? Like, foul. But mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. how it rolls for us. I should have also clarified that what I meant by the meatball sub and then the tuna mail is I didn't mean like man and woman. I meant like two different <gasps> oh types of men. <laughs> I should have I should have like made that clear because I can see by your responses. I can hear your responses. I can see by that that you're like you didn't get that, but it's fine. But that was As me in though. two different men. I'm oh just thinking God. like two different men. That's because we're talking about young and old. So like you go out in the town and you're like, right, okay, what we got here? And you're sniffing them out, and then an old guy shows up and you're a bit like, eh, that'll do. Oh really? That's Ooh. more like what I meant, but but do you know what though like I'm really bad for that because when I'm out and a man tries to approach me I just I'm like <sighs> like don't speak I don't, to like... me. don't approach me like do not and I, I just give off a very evil vibe towards them but sometimes no. I'm like but I'm meant to be out wanting a shag <laughs> but I'm just so fucking hostile I know I'm a bit like that as well like I hate men talking to me in general like I'm thinking of changing my biography and like all my social media to do not dm me ever or just do not talk to me at all because I just hate it because it's always guys. Hiya, what are you up to? How's your day going? What you do? What you doing? W Y D question mark? What you doing? No, it's how when I did like the deep man voice, it was like no different from my actual voice. It was like, <laughs> hi, how are you doing? <laughs> Exact same. I, I am well girl. aware. I I'm like here discussing why are men and I sound like a man, so I you can't don't sound like a man, bitch. It's just because I oh, sound dude. like a cartoon mouse, like <laughs> contrast is there. <laughs> um, I definitely sound like a man, but I'm not I love a man, your so voice. I love your voice. <laughs> I think it's nice, but yeah, like I don't know about men. I mean, the podcast is called Why Are Men. We're trying to work out why, and I can't. So no. I think we're going to just have to chalk this up to why are men such So we have n- yeah old creeps So we have no conclusion We don't have a conclusion that feels very anticlimactic to me but it's men, a journey 
Yeah, it's a journey, and also men don't often make you climax, so I suppose it's quite poetic. <laughs> well, um, this has been Why Are Men, episode two. You've been Kirsty. And you've been Sophia. Mm-hmm. And we are still nowhere closer to figuring out Why Are Men? Why Are Men is recorded by Sophia Kikenzie Trent and Kirsty McCamish. You can find us on Twitter at at why underscore are underscore men and email us at whyaremen at gmail.com.